One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed, and I'm Ken Napsnock for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. I got a topic for you. I got five things to support that topic. It's simple. Get it, got it, good, and let's begin. It's a holiday weekend, so it's just me and my microphone talking about something fun here in the Star Wars universe, and we've... We've had a lot of uh, Star Wars ranked episodes and, uh, and just general discussions here on Force Center about the the background characters we love, the background Jedi in the prequels that we love, the the characters that um, uh, are small, 
um, in terms of story, but affected things in a giant way. And recently, I did a did one about the comic books that I would like to see, the stories that I think need to be told in there. So this one might uh, come off as a similar in in nature and vibe, but I think you'll understand what I mean. The the new Star Wars canon has brought us a wonderful amount of characters. Many, many great characters. So I'm going to consider this show right here a conversation starter. And I want you to find us on Twitter at Four Center Pod. Go to Facebook. Uh, use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked and join this conversation like never before because I'm sure there's a lot of different answers. Here is the topic for my list tonight. New Star Wars characters we want more from. Now, that could be anything. That could be them in a live-action series or live-action movie. Uh, That could be them in their own animated show if they began in one. Maybe they began in the comics and we want them to cross over. Maybe they're novel-only or novel-heavy, or maybe you've played them recently in video games and you want to see more of them and other things. That's what this list is about. Pretty simple. Let's get to it. I'm sure you have your own. Here are mine. Number five, Dr. Afra. Now, I'll say this. She's fallen down the list, not at any fault of her own. Just so many wonderful other characters have been introduced after her, but she was one of the first in new canon to really break through. Shows up in the middle of the events of the Darth Vader comic, uh, which was focused on Vader. And, uh, you know, much like a lot of other characters, I look at Ezra, look at uh, Ahsoka. Not the greatest beginning for me, where it was just like, is she? she's like obsessed with Vader. She's Vader's girlfriend. What's going on here? Uh, we couldn't be, and I couldn't have been, more wrong. This is a archaeologist, though her uh, licensing uh, you know, for that career is up and down. She is a very different character. She is uh, going around the galaxy during the New Hope era, just kind of causing problems. Is she a bad guy? Is she a good guy? Does she have a heart? We don't quite know. She has had a relationship with Saint Staros. She has um, been. She's known around the galaxy. She's got these two killer droids, BT and Triple Zero. They're not necessarily the favorites of others. I kind of like them in small doses. She is an interesting character and has was so interesting that she, you know, got her own comic, has her own comic. It's still going. I just read the annual uh, and the um, uh, 14th issue, I believe, and we're still going strong. Uh, She's got things going on with that imperial, uh, disgraced imperial officer Toven, I believe is the name, with the cybernetic neck and everything. So uh, Aphra's an interesting character. There's a a reason she's become so popular. I like, there's a lot of different reasons. Um, She is a new diverse character in the Star Wars universe. She's another female character in the Star Wars universe, and there's always a hungry audience for that. And then um, also, you know, she didn't just she didn't just check those boxes, and that's the end of the day. This is a compelling character. Uh, father issues, which character doesn't have father issues in Star Wars? And she is a a an interesting character because it's an interesting device. You can get into a lot of history in Star Wars because of, of her job. She's an archaeologist. And in true, when the issues, her own issues begin, her, her, her comic run, she is, uh, you know, ends up hooked, uh, traveling around with her father and they go to some uh, far reaches of the galaxy and you learn a lot about some, some of the Jedi and Sith history. And that's one of the most intriguing things about her. Is she is a great character that can be used to tell other stories as well as her stories. 
she's been fleshed out a lot, and she belongs in the original trilogy timeline. It works for me. At first, I was a little trepidatious. Introducing new characters to the original trilogy timeline is tricky, even when it does work. Radis, Krennic, some of these great characters uh, from Rogue One or Rebel Rising, Sagarera bringing him back and inserting him into the original trilogy timeline. It can be tricky because where are they? You have to account for them during those events, and it's kind of silly that you have to, but you do. If you're going to say, here's, here's Admiral Radis, he's very important to the Rebel Alliance. Okay, where was he in New Hope Empire Jedi? Okay, he died. That's an answer. Uh, Krennic, he's been going around for a long time. He's been going, he dates, his story dates back to the Clone Wars. Where was he? Okay, you need to provide us an answer. That's just how fandoms are these days. Like it or lump it, that's the way it is. And with Aphra inserting it very strongly into the original trilogy timeline, it could have been tricky, but it works. And in the book, from a certain point of view, when you get to hear and read an Afra story, and she's on Dantooine at the time that the Imperials are searching for this so-called rebel base, it worked for me. It could have gone wrong. It could have been too cute. It could have been you're taking this character from the comics for the first time, and you're jumping her in to this bigger storyline, and it worked. And I think if people aren't familiar with her, you get a great sense of that character, of who she is, what she's capable of. She's got a great humor to her. She's got a great uh, sense of spirit to her. She is dangerous. She is a great fighter. Uh, I really do like this character, and I think the comic run is is great. It's like all comic runs. After a certain amount of time, it goes up and down, and you find the stories, uh, some you like more than others, and I think that's why she's a little bit lower on my list. She would have would have been kind of a one or a two, maybe uh, six, seven months to a year ago, if, uh, if I was being honest, because there's something really intriguing about this character as this character grew, but now uh, she's gotten a chance to have a lot of her story told, but I think because she is still so popular... I think we need to th- see things like figures. We need to see maybe her own novel, a bit of a, I don't want to say an origin story, but that could work. Can she carry, she's carried this comic line now well over a year. Can she carry something that is focused on her? It's going to be tough to make those leaps, um, but, you know, hey, a cameo in the Han Solo movie, that's not out of the possibility, a, re- a realm of possibility, and, and it would work. It wouldn't feel cheesy, or at least I would hope they wouldn't make it cheesy. Now there's no rumors or news of this type of cameo, but I think that's how you could do it, and then you can tell more of the stories. Uh, you could, uh, you, I, I think a, a book, I don't think, a, a, you know, these young adult Star Wars novels have just been home run after home run after home run. Uh, that might be a good place, maybe another anthology. Uh, I don't know if a full-on, I don't know if it works. I, 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 it's hard to test. We are inside the Star Wars bubble. So when it's like, hey, you know what? Aphra is popular. But how popular to the general Star Wars fan is the big question. We might see, though, if they put her in a movie, small role, or a novel, straight-out novel focused on her. I think it could work. They've really crafted a great character. Number four on my list, around the same time frame. I think I would like to see this character. I've talked already about uh, comic books that we need from Marvel, including The Rise of Chief Chirper. I stand by that one. Go back and listen to that Star Wars rank, couple uh, Star Wars rank number 19. Number four, Sena Staros, also known some in some circles still as Sena Solo. 
I really wanted this character to appear in the Han Solo movie. I don't know if that's going to happen. When you heard rumors of some of the casting calls, a lot of focus and rumors on someone like a performer uh, like Tessa Thompson, who is just hitting on all cylinders and everything she's in, it seemed to work up. I was really excited that Sanistaros could appear. Cause, and it would have been a just reward for this character that caused such a problem when she showed up. It was in the Marvel mainline, the Marvel mainline of the Star Wars story. She shows up, Han and Leia are out on a little mission, tracks them down, ramp comes down, and she comes out. Hey, I'm saying to Solo, Han Solo is my husband. It was a big splash. And it caused, true to form with fandoms these days, right? It caused a controversy. Han was married. That makes him just a scumbucket cheater when he's kind of trying to uh, court Leia. And I would, I would, I agree with that. I, but I was, I, I, pre- I preached. I think you can go back to Jedi Alliance days. I preached caution. Let's see where this goes. Let's let's trust the creators here. And sure enough, it was a ruse. This was a character that uh, had a history with Han, uh, not actually married to Han. It would appear that she is not would not be interested in that kind of relationship. I, though I don't know if uh, if it's really determined if Sena uh, is is not she might be bisexual. It's hard. There's some confusion there, um, but she definitely is not completely charmed by Lando. Uh, when I say confusion, I shouldn't say now with Sena with us as the readers to clarify that. There is a great issue with her and Lando that focuses on them, and it really. It was, I think, the most we've spent with Sena um, and not a bevy of other characters around her. It was just her and Lando. And had, they, too, have a history there. And there's something, you know, we're all, we all love that Star Wars underworld, right? We Sometimes if we want the live-action show, we still think, hey, maybe, maybe a Star Wars underworld show like they had planned 10 years ago or so. Maybe the video game 1313, a death, that, and show. We're kind of fascinated with it. And Sena Star Wars, along with Dr. Aphra, but Sena definitely part of that underworld and i think it's fascinating and that that recent issue i forget the number now it's in the 30s of the star wars comic her and lando on a little side mission little focus over there i loved it it really really worked and if she's not going to show up in the solo film at least not this one who knows maybe the series continues uh i would like to see her have her own comic run just give me five issues on that story there let me see it and if we're going to do a live-action TV show and it's going to focus on the Underworld, I don't know. I, I almost don't want that. I'm not a, obsessed with Star Wars Underworld as much as other people are. But I would like, to, I would like that. I would put her front and center. Put her one of the main five characters. I would like to see more from this character. They, they dropped her into the fire a year or two ago now. Actually, it would be longer. It, it would be oh, oh, almost three years ago. That Santa Staros showed up and made a splash and created such a controversy. Use her more, and let's really throw her into this world and figure out who she is. Number three, I brought him up before because I, I, I was when I made my list. There was another character in this spot, and then I thought more about it, and I think we're going to get it with my title here: New Star Wars characters we want more from. I think we're going to get more from him. In fact, we already. Or he's been mentioned a lot more, and he has uh, been—he's uh, reappeared in the Poe Dameron comic, and that is Lore Santeca. There is something to this character. When Max Fancito, Max Fancito was cast, a lot of people, oh, he's Boba Fett, he's Kanan, he's this, he's that. Nope, he's this new character, Lore Santeca, and yeah, he appears just for a brief moment in The Force Awakens, but there's so much history there. 
this will begin to make things right. Uh, general, to me, shall always be royalty. All these moments, and he has the map. He's he's palled around with Luke Skywalker. He believes in the Force. He's part of the Church of the Force, but he's not a Force user, per se. Doesn't have a lightsaber, but he knows who Kylo is. He knows his history, not afraid to confront him. There's a lot to Lor Santeca, and as, his, as the character starts to appear more, he appears heavy. In the Poe po Dameron comic, it launches. It's about Poe and Black Squadron trying to track down Lord Santeca before the events of Force Awakens. And then if you've played Battlefront 2, if you haven't, spoiler, you could stop here, go back, finish the campaign. I finally have finished it. And Lord Santeca factors into that as well, as well as the search for Jedi and Sith relics. So there's something fascinating. And it was on Databank, the StarWars.com databank that we first revealed. Uh, it was first revealed, and I think maybe in the, uh, in the visual dictionaries there, that uh, Lord Santeca, after the events of Return of the Jedi, helped Luke Skywalker, you know, track down these relics. Helped Luke Skywalker learn about the Force. Helped him on his mission. And we still don't know all the details. But some recent additions to the canon through Battlefront 2, the Poe Dameron comic, makes me just hungry for more of Lore Santeca. I keep talking about an animated series. Mark Hamill can voice it. Luke Skywalker and Lore Santeca, sometime after the events of Return of the Jedi, on their quest, whatever it may be, I'd be fascinated to hear, see more about that. An animated series would be interesting, but I will take some sort of book. I don't necessarily think we're going to get a Lore Santeca novel, but if after the events of Last Jedi, or maybe we have to wait post-Episode 9 when the whole story is out there in front of us, the new trilogy, maybe we will get to get some detail on Luke's adventures. So they're putting a lot out there. The Legends of Luke Skywalker book, which I have finished, was not my favorite of the new canon novels. I will say that. It's just something about the style. I love the concept, but there are things to take from that novel that are important. If you, if you, I know some people have t- tweeted me that they, they can't get through the book. Uh, I understand. I had to power through. It took me a while. I will say it took me a while, but I finally finished it. And there's some good stuff there. Uh, I do agree. There's some people who cautioned me early. Don't throw it away. Don't throw it away. Stick with it. And there's some things there. And you see, you start to see Luke, what he was doing. You get a clearer picture of what Luke was doing. And Lor Senteca is key to that. So some kind of Luke Skywalker story set after the events of Jedi with Lor Senteca involved. I think it's necessary to help fill in some of these answers. Number two, Cassian Andor. Just watch Rogue One again. And the movie got me. I got it. I got emotional at the ending. When when Antilles hands Leia the plans of the Death Star, I got emotional again. That's the power of Star Wars when you really let yourself into the Star Wars bubble. But Cassian Andor, Diego Luna, I want more of him. I w- I, he's not going to, but I would love to see him show up in Rebels towards the end here. Totally fits in the timeline. Um, in Rebel Rising, I wasn't expecting him to show up, but the timeline is there. Leia, Princess of Alderaan, the timeline could be there. Closer you get towards the events of New Hope. Cassian Andor has an interesting story. I've talked about it here a lot. If you read the Rogue One novel, it's just subtle. It's thrown in there. He has a problem with the Force. He has a problem with Jedi and Force-sensitive people. He was a separatist. Not necessarily per se him, but he was six years old when he was pulled into this fight. And his family was fighting the Republic. So the Jedi and the clones, not the uh, 
not the favorites of the Andor family. And that is interesting to me, fascinating, because I've always had this theory, not theory, it's not mine, I am not great with theories, but there's this idea that's always been out there that Count Dooku, in a way, was the father of the rebellion. Not really, but when you look at it, he was leading the separatists by plan. It was part of his plan, but I really think he believed in that stuff. And so so this idea that the separatists kind of, you know, are taken over and wiped away, uh, and the Republic becomes the Empire, that would mean Dooku and, and his ideals and the people who believed in him. Whether or not Dooku was faking it or not, it was part of a bigger plan. Other people believed in what he wanted. So maybe uh, maybe Dooku is the father of the rebellion. So it's fascinating. Uh, with that stuff always in my head to learn that Cassian Endo, who I already loved in Rogue One, but I read the novel after, and there it is. His family was had separatist leanings, and Cassian was not... Uh, like I said, not, did not favor the Jedi, did not trust the Jedi, had issues with the Jedi. It's more clear in the novel. And that is fascinating. So I want more. I don't want this character to just be tossed aside. Uh, I want more than just some kind of passing reference in another novel or story. Give me something more. I don't necessarily need, um, say, a video game or something like that. I, I know he's not so key to the rebellion that he could carry, say, a TV series. Um, I think someone like Dr. Afra actually would have, uh, you know, that's why they chose a, a comic line around her. You can actually carry a story. There's some bigger purpose there. And or just, 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 I say just, he factors into the rebellion, but that's the key. He factors in from a different point of view, from a different angle. And he talks about some of the bad things he did, and we see it when he shoots the informant early on in Rogue One, and he has a change of heart, and we grow to like that character, but I think it would be better earned. Rogue One was a little short on the character development. I will say that. I do agree with that criticism of the movie. But I think if you go back and tell a little bit more of Cassian's story, how he joined the Rebellion, maybe it's a, a five-issue comic run. They did have the Cassian and K2SO one-shot comic from Marvel, and it was okay, but it... Uh, it was uh, it was great action. It was good. Uh, it was it's, it's read it read it if you haven't checked it out. But I want something deeper, and uh, a five issue comic run. Those are great ways to get some of these stories out in the Star Wars universe. I want more from Andor because I think he deserves it. That character to me is more than just a one and done movie character. There's something about his story that's different. That's different because he had no choice and he had to fight, and the people he was fighting aren't necessarily. The same as, as his now teammates. You know what I mean? The rebels were kind of fighting. They're fighting the Empire now, but maybe back in the day, maybe some of their folks were on the side of the Republic. Not Andor's. Not Cassian's. He had no choice. He was in a fight. And it was not against the same enemy. Number one. All right. I'm clapping with excitement. I said it. I finished that Battlefront 2 campaign mode. Yep, it was quick. I know some people want more. We're supposed to get a little bit more. Uh, some of the story was rushed, but I'll be damned. I loved Battlefront 2, the campaign mode. Playing it online is great. I'm fine with that. But that story mode was what I wanted. I, I want more, and that's okay. Leave them wanting more. It's a good skill to have, good strategy in, in comedy and entertainment. And it should also be so in video games, I think, because it worked for me in the character number one. On my list of new Star Wars characters we want more from is Aiden Versio. I don't know if you can... We're going to get more. I know this DLC on the story mode is going to come. And I don't want to go too much into spoilers, just in case if you're still listening and you haven't played 
there is a switch in this character. There is a an interesting development. I don't believe in the big theory that everyone thinks about Aiden Versio and another character, Del Mico. I don't believe that theory at all. Maybe 99% don't believe. But that aside, there is a fascinating character. And we knew going in, Aiden Versio was an imperial, raised an imperial by her admiral father and her artist mother who did all of or most of the imperial recruitment posters. The book Inferno Squad was a quieter book than I thought. I thought Inferno Squad, Imperial spe- special, uh, special Forces, we're going to get some blood and guts, some action. And we got that. We got a little bit of that. But Inferno Squad, the novel, so good because Christy Golden took us to a quieter, softer level. It's more uh, emotional book, mental, uh, a little bit more on the mental side of things, psychological side of things, on the heart and brain side of things, not the brawn. And that's what I liked. And you really got a sense of the character of Aiden Versio and some of the conflict inside her. And uh, the conflict that was in some of her other teammates, and as we learned, not in some of her other teammates. I I want more with Aiden Versio, and I want it to go beyond the video games. This character is great, and Janina Gavankar, who I've had the pleasure of meeting a few times, pleasure flying back actually from Star Wars Celebration. That's a funny story. Um, she sat next to me, Barry Nemiroff. Uh, she is spectacular. She threw herself into this role, and it really, really, really worked. You have an intriguing character, and you could tell her story going forward, or you could you could go back and tell me more. I'd be more. Uh, I, I'd be interested in a little bit more. I don't know how you could quite work it. Another novel, uh, maybe a shorter stories, part of an anthology. But Aiden Versio is a very intriguing character. That's needed in the galaxy. Her point of view is interesting to me. Raised Imperial. Um, not sure. Sees the rebels as the enemy, as she should. But then when she gets up close, maybe it's not the same. And maybe it's not because the rebels win her over in her heart in any way. Maybe it's it's what the Empire does. And, and that's fascinating to me, too. And she's just downright cool. The Inferno Squad is cool. Yes, that's right. It's very cool. Wink. Um, so I want to see more of Iden Versio. If video games are the only place I'm going to get it, fine. Fine. But you got a live action TV show coming up. You have a, a, an accomplished actress playing this role. You have accomplished actors playing a lot of the other roles in Battlefront 2. One can dream. Star Wars fan can dream. An Iden Versio centered live action TV show in the Disney app. I'm there. Are you guys? There's a lot of other characters out there in the new Star Wars canon that we, that we want more from, and I want to hear from you. You can post it here uh, on our Facebook page. You can post it on Twitter. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. Or if you're a supporter of our Patreon page, uh, post it there, and we'll have a conversation. I'll go in and answer some of your comments. We'll do that, guys. That's Star Wars Ranked for now. Appreciate it. I hope you guys had a good holiday season if you're in the uh, in the States for Thanksgiving. And I hope you're all geared up for the holidays world round. Uh, it is a good time to be a Star Wars fan. The shadow of Last Jedi looms above us. And it's a good shadow to be under. That's it for now. See you guys. Star Wars has been ranked.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.